It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Brooks, it's CM Punk. How many times do I have to repeat this to you? I'm sick and tired. What the hell's that? I don't know. I think somebody's at the door. Hey. You can't even film stuff without people knocking. Uh, well, door. you know, that's the way the world. Who is it? But don't start personally insulting me. Huh? But don't start personally insulting me. All right, welcome to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, seen here only from Indie Music TV, straight out of Ron Conkama, New York. And at the board, as always, the super producer, Matthew Ice. Matty, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? Now that he found the microphone. Did you uh, enjoy the kind (laughs) weather we had here in the Northeast in New York yesterday? Were you out running around, doing a little rollerblading? What were you doing with yourself? Rollerblading? I... Was home playing you, a game. You were home inside with playing a couple of my cousins. Yeah. You were home inside playing video games when it was sixty-eight degrees out, record-setting warmth. Well, I was inside working when it was nice and sunny outside. So. Okay. Okay. All right. This After is what that, youth. This nice, is what youth yeah. is doing with sixty-eight degrees. This is true. This is terrible, Matt. Go out. Go outside. Do something outside. 
I was always told to go outside and not go stay. In, wait a minute. I was always told to not stay in the and house. And that's the start of the show, Mr. Jimmy Farrow. Jimmy, how are you, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing great. You're Let's looking go. red. That's a nice looking shirt you got on yeah, there. Yeah, somebody just said it's my Putin shirt. I'm like, I, I don't know if I feel too comfortable with but that. But before we get to that, um, <laughs> last week as we yeah. were introducing the new show with yeah. uh, Cairo and the yeah, yeah, uh, Virgin yeah. Princess, yeah. she dropped some pipe bombs. What were you thinking <laughs> on that whole deal? Did yeah, you give it any you, thought? What are you doing, man? I was I was actually jovial for a second there. You had to pull me away from that. I had to. What do I think about yes, it? Well, I did. If, uh, what she says is the truth. We got ourselves some serious issues with have a nice day, don't we? Well, it matters if you think it's true or not, right? I mean, to be fair, you don't know if it's true or not. I don't know if it's true or not. But I w- it is a little disturbing that yeah. that would even be brought up in one way or another. Yeah, yeah. That's a dark rain cloud. Wanna Absolutely. Absolutely. Give a couple of shout-outs. PJ, how are you? John, good to see you. Maria, Phil, great to see you. Matthew, thanks for joining. Jason, welcome from Phoenix. Beautiful Phoenix. Ooh. Rob B. in the house. What's up, my man? Good what to see up? you. Uh, who else we got here? Did I miss anybody? Daniel, I hate Hannibal. <laughs> Understood that. Hello, Daniel. <laughs> Rob B, 70 North Carolina. Loved it. Nothing nice. like warm weather. What's that? With well, the snow. Well, what do you got? We have snow. You wanted to say something to a fan out there that you read oh, a comment? Wow. Well, uh, oh, boy. Um, you know, you're making this very unjovial for me. But necessary. Listen, somebody wrote in. What was? I do. I have the name. What was it, Mister X? I think was it, it, was yeah, it along yeah. those lines. Or somebody wrote in, and I know I'm not directly on uh, social media, but I read this note, and they were begging me to not, uh, you know, smoke cigarettes. They had lost a parent recently. Um, I wanted to say thank you for giving a crap. Uh, it's real. This is really hard for me. But, you know, uh, I appreciate. Everything everybody does to support the show, and I was actually floored that somebody would take the time to ask me not to smoke because, you know, you're loved and, you know, we don't want to see you go soon. This is the kind of stuff my own family wouldn't tell me, to be very honest, to get a little personal here. I I, I don't even come from anything like that, so it was very, very uh, humbling. Um, I can't promise that I'm going to stop smoking cigarettes. I have ACD, and that's an addictive compulsive disorder. Basically, uh, I'm self-diagnosing myself, sure. by the way. Fair. I'm not trying to be a smartass about this. Uh, there are certain things that, for some reason, I have always reached for, especially since I was a teenager. And unfortunately, cigarettes seem to be that one of those things. Um, but I will say this much, and I don't know what this is worth. I'm not going to be putting cigarettes on this table from this point on. Really? Yeah, that's it. Very interesting. Out of respect for the fact that somebody cared enough... Uh, to care more than the... Obviously, I don't seem to care enough about myself, so... <laughs> well, that's I'm trying what, to be honest here. I think so that's... thank you very much, and uh, I'll see what I can do behind the scenes to maybe not smoke so much. <laughs> I, I think that's kind of respectful, my friend. You I know? really... Uh, I think that's a really great and idea. And we're sorry for your loss, too. You know, I'm sure... I think you said that on the uh, message. All right, well, before so. we get to some news, I want to say I spoke to Marty Gennetti today, this morning. That's um, good. That's Marty good. told me he was in the hospital for six weeks. So, Maria, thank you for keeping us updated with Marty. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, hopefully Marty's doing better. He did tell me what was actually going on with him. I don't really feel mm-hmm. comfortable in sharing that Understood. right now. Understood. It really doesn't matter. It's just right. that he's uh, trying to recover. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't foresee him traveling for a, a substantial amount of time. Okay. This is my opinion and only my opinion. Right. 
Um, right. I'm just hoping the best for him, and if there's anything we could do for him, right. we said we're here for you, brother. Reach out, Marty. Please. White House Deputy Press Secretary Andrew Bates slammed former President Donald Trump for praising Russian President Vladimir Putin in days before Putin launched an invasion on Ukraine. He wrote, two nauseating, fearful pigs who hate what America stands for and whose every action is driven by their own weakness and insecurity, rubbing their snouts together and celebrating as innocent people lose their lives. Bates tweeted from his official government account Thursday morning. Farrow? Wow. Interesting. This is the um, deputy press secretary saying these things? That is correct. That's that's interesting. Uh, well, let's see. Let's see what I can find here as I read this nonsense. Weakness and insecurity. Weakness. Val, Val, I don't think of the word weakness when I think of a guy like Putin. Okay. All right, first of all. Um, I actually don't think of... Uh, I could think of a lot of things to describe Donald Trump, but I'm President Donald Trump, as you like to call him, and I agree with that. Uh, I don't think weakness is actually a word that probably stands for him either. Insecurity? Eh, maybe. I don't know them personally. They might be insecure about think this, every that, or the other thing. insecure yeah. one way or the other, yeah. no matter yeah, how much, much money you have. I do no know this much, much though. I want to know in the history of our country, since when is a deputy press secretary allowed to run his mouth about an ex-president this way? What the hell did he call him? Nauseating, fearful pig. What if somebody had said that about Obama, or George Bush Jr., or Ronald Reagan, or Bill Where the fuck is the respect in this country nowadays? I'm asking you. Help me out. Where is it? Where the fuck does this guy get he's allowed in a, he's to in a, say He's this? in a leadership position, right? Yeah, that's his leadership position? There you go. That's what he's got to say? Hence why what's happening is what's happening to this Listen, country right now. Putin is doing what Putin wants to do because nobody's going to stand up to him. Okay? It's really simple. And for all you delusional people, and by the way, once again, I'm going to have to say it, I can't stand politicians. I'm not on either side. But when you got a president who another country might be a little fearful of and know that if you fuck with them, you're going to get fucked with back, you probably don't pull this, do you? Right? Hmm? You probably don't pull this, do you? You know? Yeah. So... Obviously, Putin feels very comfortable with America right now that he can go and do this. P- Gee, I wonder fucking PJ, why. PJ says Putin took over Crimea. I don't know if okay. it's Crimea. Yeah, okay. Under Obama, did nothing under Trump, and is finishing what started under Biden. Right. Talk about weak, it wasn't Trump. In, 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 the, in this particular military observation, correct. And he's making a military observation, by the way. You know, you want to cloud it about... It's a, it's, a fa- it's a military observation. Correct. Correct. You know? Oh, oh and look, and by Phil, the way... And Phil says... We Phil are says, one step away. China aligning with Russia. Guess what, folks? Is this what we were all rooting for? Because America is obviously more... You know what got passed today? I heard something got passed today that you can't use the word gay in Florida. Because we got our priorities set right now. And we by, know what we're doing. And by the way, Phil says he'd rather hear from Deputy Dog. Thank you, Phil. Is that the film? Here's one thing. Is that our Here's film? One thing. Is that the Cesare? Oh, Monty will drop a little wisdom. Yeah. You can't drink, You can't take down the American economy. Right. Because if you do, you're just taking down the entire planet. Yeah, you're taking it down everything. So unless right. you're a total warmonger, it's not, you know. So what do you think the end game is, Mr. Mike? What, what's the end game? You served. 
You you know the unfortunate. I don't know what the end game is, bro. I got to be What is the end game? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I'm lost. China and more Russia importantly, not, you know, there's no. There's much more important things. Eventually, going on. they'll turn on each other anyway. There's much more important yeah. things going. On. Uh-huh. Greg R wants to know if I'm growing my beard out in honor of Dutchman <laughs> Mantel. I was thinking Wait about it, man, but Wait I think I'm gonna shave before the before next you weekend. You got some nerve. You bring this up, you get me crazy, and then you bring up that well, he wants to know about your beard well, looking gotta, like Dutch Mantel. Gotta keep the important things in line, right? You know, you're right. We do have our priorities. If you want, my, you want my honest opinion, God what's going bless on? America. I would say, I would say what? this is yeah. we're all in trouble. Yeah, I think how's that? I, I I tend to agree. If the gas prices weren't enough, if right. the food prices weren't enough, right? See, again, for older people like right. us, we right. probably won't see it. Maybe, right? But soon there'll be world famine. Not not just <laughs> not just famine. There'll be world famine. Right. And it's rough, man. You know, you, you, you God, know, let's hope I don't not. know if you remember let's when you were not. in high school or junior high and yeah. you'd read all the books about the cheese lines and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You'll be back. We'll be back on a cheese line. Be back on a cheese line. But I have one question: Is Red Dawn coming? Could be. Remember that movie? Yeah, definitely. Red Dawn. Yeah. Ho ho ho. Yo, this is getting really wackadoo, bro. I don't know. All right, let's bring it to wrestling. Know. Yeah, please. Let's, let's keep you on fire. Yeah. What? Dax Hardwar- uh, Hardwood recalls Shawn Michaels. Hardwood? Boy, there's a joke Harwood. in there. Harwood. Oh, Harwood. 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 Go ahead. Recalls <laughs> Shawn Michaels making fun of him at Raw 25 after he thought a bond after he thought they had a bonding Mr. moment. Mr. Christian? Shawn Speaking Michaels? to Renee on the sessions, right? We know Renee. Y- yes, yes, right? yes. The oral sessions. Oral Get it sessions, straight. right? Boy, I'm really twisted today. Dax went into detail about mm-hmm. how he poured his heart out to HBK and had it thrown back in his face. Oh, As shocking. a kid, I chose Brett over Shawn. Then Ooh. NXT, Shawn came aboard, oh. and he was a teacher. Oh. He was a big fan of me and Cash. Yeah. We got injured. Cash broke his jaw, and when Kenta gave him a go-to sleep, maybe two weeks later, uh, I gave Sheamus a lifter that's, and tore my bicep. That sounds- I went through a real bad phase where, man, this is just not going to work out for us. This is a run of bad luck. We came back to TV on Raw 25 where we were booked to do a deal with Hunter and his friends, and they would beat us up. Mm. I was upset. Be- uh, I was upset for a lot of guys. Oh, I was upset for a lot of guys. Oh, it's just a paycheck, but who cares? But not me. There's a legacy I wanted to leave. That happened, and I talked to Sean, and then the first time we talked since the PC days, Performance Center, Mm -hmm. I told him this happened. I tore my bicep and went through a really dark period and thought I was going to quit. Thankfully, I have the greatest wife in the world, and she supported me and brought me out of this in a funk and out of a dark place. He said, I was the same way. I was in a very dark, dark spot. with, And my wife, she's beautiful and pulled me out of the dark, dark spot too. Ah, that's so awesome. You and your partner are on a way too talented. You know, blah, blah, yeah, he blah, was blah, support, blah. You're he so was supporting talented. them. Right. So, unfortunately, the moment was short-lived as Dax and Michaels, when they got in front of the friends, X-Pac, Hunter, Billy, Road Dog, and Scott, oh, as soon as he got in front of the friends, he started making fun of me and my situation and what happened with my bicep. We got two Man, I you. just poured my heart out to you, and as soon as you <laughs> get in front guy. of your friends, <laughs> we're going over them and beating the shit out of you. You decide to talk all this stuff and make about me. And Click! So, so anyway, he you know he certainly Click-lib. was affected by Mr. Michaels. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I I will say I was never a fan of uh, Dax. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But now, right? I am a fan. Really? Yes. Really? You're gonna get a revival T-shirt 
Oh, they don't call no, themselves. No, I'm not going to get a revival T-shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised by this. And by the way, this is not that long ago. I thought he's Mr. Christian and has been for like decades now. What's going on here? This behavior sounds just like the 1990s, doesn't it, from Sean? Yeah. What's going on here? I thought that he's converted. What did he convert to? But what do you like? What are your thoughts about I'm so that? Confused. A guy, you're a Christian. Yeah. A guy gives his heart uh, out yeah, to you, yeah, and then you yeah. get in front of your boys, and you just turn back to the same old asshole you were before. Right. Well, it means you're full of shit. I mean, you know, that's what it means. That's that's pretty much it. That's uh, that's a lousy way to treat somebody. But we're not that surprised, are we? You know. I'm a little disappointed, to be honest with you. Why? Because you because you expect people to change, no, and I expected don't. Sean to change. And it just proves to me he's the same guy who yeah. took drugs, got in a fight with military guy, got his asses kicked, right. uh, took Chris Candido's girlfriend and screwed her in the closet while this guy was running around looking for her, <laughs> yeah. took a whole bunch of drugs, sure. jealous as a, you know what? Hell of a wrestler. <laughs> That's a great comment. Hell to. of a wrestler. I had to. I had to. Boy, was that least in his, Is that forgiven? No, you think I give a... I really don't give a shit what the Shawn Michaels does to Dax Harwood, to tell you the truth. Really? I honestly don't give a crap. You know why? Because he, they probably don't care what the hell so-and-so does to me. Fuck them. That's a good point. You know? I mean, if you're going to carry it like that, <laughs> fuck that's an old adage, right? Fuck. It doesn't you know? matter. And apparently, the resurrection of Shawn Michaels is, is not so resurrected. Greg goes, is FTR really as good as they think they are? I don't get them or the Young Bucks. Well, the simple thing is, is, is that the Young Bucks are today's version of the Hardy Boys. And uh, the Revival, or whatever you want to call them nowadays, is just your old NWA Southern Approach tag team. The end. That's what they are. Wow. Right? I mean, seriously. What are the Young Bucks? They're today's Hardy Boys. You're in a bad place. What do they fucking do? You're in a bad place. I, if you're not original, you should be called out on it. Like, for example, I'm a curly ripoff. Yeah. Why not? Well, if you didn't know it, that's the Saw Show, Mr. Jimmy Farrow. Jimmy, along with his partner, Bart Riggs, make up the band with Stereo Hall. Bart Stereo Hall sings such great songs as In My Dreams, Not Far Behind, Here Comes the Rain, and the theme, theme song for the Monty and the Farrow Show, yeah. Riding High. Yeah. Little quiz. Yeah. Is this about Artie Lang? I don't know anything about it. What is the Wisteria Hall theme song? What is the Tony Atlas what? theme song? The Tony Atlas theme that song. That he did Tuesdays is, is, with Tony Atlas. It's Finest Hour. Beautiful. I don't, if I don't know my own song. What is the In I the did, Dungeon with Kevin Sullivan and Andrew you Anderson? You changed it. Oh. You changed it. It was originally Sin is Never Sacrificed, and now I think it's not far behind, which is all jovial and shit. It is not far behind. But they're in the dungeon. The guy's a, a Satan thing. I had Sin is Never Sacrificed. I hey, guys, anymore. please reach out to the Wisteria Hall YouTube page. Give them a like and, supply, uh, like and subscribe. <laughs> Catch them on Spotify, iTunes, and Reverb Nation. Yeah. And if you didn't know it, you are watching Long Island's number oh. one pro wrestler oh, yeah. broadcast, Monty yeah. Nefaro. Catch yeah. us on YouTube, the Monty Nefaro Facebook live page. Hear us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, catch us on the Monty and Farrow Twitch TV page, and also on Channel 115 in New York every Tuesday at 9.30 and 11.30 p.m. on Saturday, where 83,000 people watch weekly. Mm -hmm. And on Tuesday, mm -hmm. 1 a.m. Yeah, not for me. Yeah. We want to thank Amazon for I'm bringing up. on the Monty and the Farrow Show, and we want to thank all the fans out there that support us, your support. Just makes our Thursday so much better. Absolutely. And we're glad that we Absolutely. can maybe bring some oh, laughter. Way, I, I don't want this to be lost in all of this with the political talk we had before. No matter what we may feel about the president, and I'm not speaking for you, but I'm wondering if you agree. No matter what we do, this is our country. You back the president. Agreed. You know? So the end of that, before anybody thinks that we don't, I feel so, so strongly one way or the other. I, again, 
He's a leader nope, of our the country. People have spoken. All I can hope is that he does the right thing and gets us through this. That's all. Real simple. You know? I hope he does too, my yeah, friend. Yeah, but I, for some reason, see Putin and China going, hey, I got a really good idea. What do you think about this? And I'm going, oh, Again, boy. I don't this see. This is like Hogan I and Macho Man or some crap. I you don't know, see we don't need this pairing right now. China and the U.S. are in a, something called a very bad marriage. Right. right? Something you want to get out of, but you just can't because right. you're just so in bed together. Right. So sooner or later, China, if they are backing the Soviet Union, they will pull their funds away if the U.S. demands that to happen. Right. right? Because in right. the end, we so? all know I hope you're right. I hope there's you're black, right white, but the real thing that always is rules green. is green. Yeah, That's for sure. Right. At the end of the day, with that dynamic, oh, boy. All right. We'll be right back with... Wait a minute. What? Maybe if I got my shit straight, it'd be good. Holy shit. Go hard or go home show before next week's hot stuff. Be right back. (laughs) Go hard, folks. See you in a second. (laughs) And Nitro's Garage for all your automotive needs. Call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage. Ask for Jack. And APB, American Protection Bureau, voted number one best on Long Island for all your security needs. Call 631-390-9050. That's 631-390-9050. APB. Jeff Quest, graphics design, custom vinyl lettering, and all your art and video needs. 516-317-8204. That's for Jeff Quest Graphic Design. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Montan Farrow, seen only here out of Indie Music TV. Daniel Stokes says out there, Hannibal for president. He's Canadian. How can he be president? If you get a if you get a visa, yeah, can you can you uh, can you run for president? I don't think so. Who knows at this point? Man, we got a lot of wrestling news, dude. So Hit Cesaro, Cesaro? contract has run out. He's no longer with the WWE. They could not come to terms. Wow. PW Insider says Cesaro has quietly left the WWE as the two sides are unable to come to terms with their new contract. Guess who's going to have a new surprise next week on AEW? Because every week we've got a surprise. Cesaro's going to AEW. You're going to have 800 wrestlers in AEW, all mid-carders who never were going to be main eventers anyway. But what a wrestling clinic they are going to put on. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. Wow. I, what do you want? I mean, you know, Cesaro was a great wrestler, but let's face it, he was only going to go so far. Vanilla. And don't give me Vanilla this. Vanilla at best. And don't give me this bullshit from the internet crazy, you know, indie lovers and AEW lovers that Cesaro's going to come there and win the world title. Shut up. He's not. Is the WWE making a mistake, oh though, not keeping some of these lower level talent around? They are. Like who? They're, they're keeping around the worthwhile guys who were even former champions, guys like Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler is so. So use them more. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you need some new blood? You just re-signed AJ. AJ is a workhorse. So AJ is going to come become the new Jeff Hardy. Mm, you maybe a little bit, not fully. AJ Styles' legacy, believe it or not, in my opinion, as an individual main event booked champion, Jeff Hardy can't touch him. That's my opinion. AJ Styles is is greater than Jeff Hardy. Yes, I've said it. Way I, greater. I agree. Way greater, by the way. You know. All right, Jimmy, I'm going to put you on a spot, bro. Yeah, hit it. 
I want to be Wait careful. Minute, I've been on the spot since nah, the show I wanna, started. I want to be careful with this right. one, okay? Because this hit home for everybody out there. For me, I was watching Uh-oh. AEW, which I rarely do. Um, <laughs> Greg R says AEW is turning into WCWD, uh, WCW WCW light bankrupt I in a year. Completely agree. They're heading in that direction. Luce says never yeah. saw money in Cesaro. Good worker, but not a main event. I Absolutely. totally agree. Thousand percent. Luce, my one, my one question is: do you, you need to keep those guys around because you got to beat up on somebody. It depends on who you're keeping around. Again, Dolph Ziggler, who still <laughs> wrestles like a young man, has a good look, a good flair, entertaining as shit. Uh, just a great hand. Dolph Ziggler stays. Right. Let's get to the subject yeah. on hand. So I, uh-huh. I was thinking about bringing like a like a little segment to do like maybe once every three shows or whatever else. Like we do head to head, you know, just All have a couple right. of segments that we do. And Why I was gonna, getting nervous. You know, I was going to kind of do something like you know, inside the thoughts of Jimmy Farrow, get the no Jimmy Farrow type of thing because I think it's get important that you know no. we're doing this for a little bit. I'm still and getting maybe to people know should Jimmy know you Farrow. more. No, I understand. <laughs> okay, go ahead. But I'm watching AEW. Now, again, guys, I, I watch Married with at first sight, and I kind of click in and out of AEW. But MJF caught <laughs> caught my right. eye. Yeah. Because um, he's good like He got that. emotional. He's good like He's that. brought the tears during a promo. Yes, MJF's right. emotions got the this. better of him during a promo on the latest episode of AEW Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Seemingly breaking character, MJF spoke about his love for wrestling in AEW and said that meeting CM Punk as a fan was a life-changing experience As, as a him. kid, when he met him, yes. MJF man. added, when Punk walked away out of the WWE in 2014, he left fans when they most needed him. And he, mm. promised, to be rest- he promised the wrestling fans that he was someone to look up to. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to add to this, okay? Mm-hmm. So the one thing AEW has the advantage of doing is they can go a little <clears throat> risque. Mm-hmm. Compared to the WWE, right? The WWE because knows of, their boundaries. Sponsorships, yeah, absolutely. Et cetera, which is understandable. You know, contractual obligations. But to I, I, I got a few things. So the interesting part, mm-hmm. he spoke about being Jewish, and he gets, you know, he gets, he's on the microphone. He's right. like, any, you know, you got any Jews in the house, right? Uh, he does I that a little, right? Yeah, sword. Mm-hmm. He then speaks about making friends with his football team, right? Which he felt like, you know, finally in high know, school. He, in high school. Mm-hmm. And they come over to him and holding a roll of quarters, they throw the quarters at him, and then they say to MJF, pick it up, Jew boy, pick it up. Right. That's okay. The story he told. Now, again, right. to me, mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. You know. Right. Okay. Again, very descriptive. Right. He very, was. Very, very descriptive. He was. Um, Understood. He also went on how PM, you know, CM Punk meant everything to him. Uh, and, you know, I know we opened up about Dax, okay? Yeah. But I wanted, I wanted you to discuss what that promo meant to you. Because I felt like I was watching a, a part of Jimmy Farrow's life. The way he described his high school years. So please, take as long that's as you want. That's interesting. And I would like to hear your thoughts on this promo. Yeah. And what it meant to you when you saw it. Well, you did mention this to me before we got on the air. And you started to trigger some of my memories that honestly, uh, when I saw the promo... I didn't think about it, but I guess you, as usual, you got me to think about something a little bit more. I can only say this much. Um, MJF is from Long Island, just like we are. And I sometimes wonder what kind of uh, image Long Island gives off to people who don't live on Long Island that were somehow all uh, spoiled or were, you know, we've got beachfront property or we got this and that. But the way MJF explained things was kind of a little bit haunting because he took a lot of shit for the Jewish stuff. Now, I will not say that that's what happened to me, 
But there is a memory I do have during the 1980s, and it is a little personal. Now, I'm adopted, so I was raised in the Jewish family, and uh, a brick came through our front window, and we lived in a very nice neighborhood. East Northport is a beautiful hometown, you know, to grow up in. It was gorgeous. But we had a brick come through our window one time, and uh, my father picked it up, and... uh, Right away, he you know he knew that it was because we were Jewish and it, it was a little uh, thing on the brick. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, a very real promo. Uh, MJF was definitely only partially sticking to his role, if you know what I'm saying. So he was bleeding all over the place about something that actually did mean something to him. I actually can believe that. Look. We both loved our favorite wrestlers when we were teenagers, right? Yeah. Or did we love those guys? We looked at them as larger than life, and they could actually affect us, you know, as silly as it sounds, but I'm sure people have a favorite actor or a favorite whoever that they look up to, and when they do something right or wrong, it hurts them or it excites them. There's nothing wrong with that. John Lennon is a great example for me, you know. When, uh, When he said that when punk left it devastated him look we just watched the guy cry when punk returned so we do know that this exists right. this this emotional connection to a pro wrestler or a pro athlete or whoever it, it a celebrity it exists so that was what was so great about it and that he was so convincing and by the way being able to cry down just one eye what do you is that was he remember when he said he was practicing in the mirror did he practice that because man oh man how do you do that on command so that was all fantastic. Um, just an A+. Plus. But here's what really bothered me, and I know it bothered you, so I'm going to roll into hopefully what you'll you know, rebound off of. CM Punk comes out after all of this, and right away, as great as CM Punk has been in the past and as great as CM Punk still is you know, to some degree, boy, oh boy, he comes, comes out like strutting like, like a fight. You know what I mean? Right. And it didn't seem genuine, like right off the bat. And then he goes, is this true? Is this true? <laughs> I'm going to myself, wow, MJF is now CM Punk. CM Punk is now not even on that level. That's how good MJF was. That was my take on it. Stay in the back, like you said. Let MJF finish the promo. And then let it build till next week. Yeah, I, I, I what was with I did what was with that? I did not there get was, it that. kind of to me, Punk didn't the greatness wasn't right there with what MJF had just done, if you understand what I'm sure. saying. I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. Even the way he got in the ring and he's holding he's clenching one fist. I'm like dude, stop. He took you know, the like air, at least let it build a week. Took the air to me, out of the promo. To, to me, me he did. But you know what saved it, of course? What saved it was MJF's reaction and leaving the ring and, like, you know, just giving him the look. MJF at least attempted to save it. And it was savable because, in the end, it's MJF's promo itself that's going to be talked about for probably a pretty long time. I want to keep keep this conversation. I just want to read some comments. Greg R. says, Miz and MJF could be the next Tully and Gino Hernandez. Um, Thoughts on that? Oh, that's interesting. I... Wow, could you see them together? Wow, I have. I know they get compared to each other a lot, but I don't. This is going to sound rough. As accomplished as the Miz is, I believe so much in MJF's real talent 
that the Miz is not MJF, man. Miz, Miz is too cartoony. I know he's Miz is too cartoony to me. Correct. Where MJF is more more towards the Piper right. end. I mean, in my opinion, have you seen the video? I think it's on YouTube. Anybody can look it up. Where MJF meets an eleven-year-old girl. Did you see that exchange? No, I did not. He's at a signing, bro. Just like all the signings we've right. seen, right? Right. And this eleven-year-old girl comes up, and she's like, she can't wait to like screw with him because they're filming it. Her father's right. filming it, so she starts to say something to him and he turns and he goes he goes how old are you and she says 11 he goes 11 years old 11 years ago your father made a very bad mistake I'm stuff. going to myself oh my god he's quick and then when he when she comes around the table he puts his finger up they all have their middle finger up for the picture I'm like that's a heel this guy knows what he's doing so <laughs> it's like a couple more things it. Rob B says it sounded like an after after school special <laughs> Phil writes, remember the crying Indian Native American commercial? Yes. Wow. That, that was a great commercial. Was that guy an Indian? I heard he was Italian. Is that true? He was Italian. Oh, That's Lisa that's Soprano said that. Chief J. Strongbow. Oh, yeah. uh, Lou says, great promo. MJF really got some depth. Uh, I thought yeah, he was he excellent. Did. I thought he was excellent. Okay, so here's the He's problem. Great. Again, great. I want to evaluate this again. Mm-hmm. I'm not... I'm not so sure where he was going with this. Like, are you telling a story being picked on, mm-hmm. but then you made it anti-Semitic, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And maybe this was true. But, right. You know, it could be a true story. Yeah. The thing is, I think... Maxwell Jacob Friedman? Yeah, probably. But he probably took, again, some, he probably took some shit when if, he was if a you're teenager. Looking, if I you're, can see if that. If you're looking to step up uh-huh. in your character... Yeah. He's got to. He's okay. His realism. I got to go. I got to go back. His realism is what sells his. But heel, I got to go. I got to go back to the Miz. Though. So this so was fine. Unfair to him. Miz because I said I said the Miz was cartoony. Of course he's cartoony. But I got to understand that's what he's this. Given. He's in. He's in constraints. Right. The Miz doesn't that's have. What he's given. Re, you know? Could you imagine maybe the Miz? I don't have a, to. The time that the Miz flipped out on Daniel Bryan on the on the post show. There you go. That was fantastic. So Miz can do it, but it's yeah. not what he's given. So that's right. true. So that's. So again, that was great. My my oh point my is, I thought he really captivated me with that. Yeah, he was fantastic. I felt CM Punk totally destroyed that. I don't. I'm not as extreme about it as you are, but I do agree that it was definitely turned down the moment he came out. Should have been a mic drop. Leave. Walk off. Let it interview CM Punk. Let next week. Next week. Let it simmer. Yeah. Let it simmer. Not like, oh, is that true? I mean, you're already. Yeah, but you know it. what? You know why they they can't let it simmer? Because next week they got to work Buddy Murphy into a match because he debuted. There's a surprise! Surprise! Buddy Murphy's here. We got Buddy Murphy. Wait a minute, is he called Buddy Murphy? Is he something else? I don't even know. That's how exciting this is to me. And that doesn't mean dude, Buddy, Buddy Murphy's Murphy not good wrestler, good, dude. I know, but I'm telling you, he does. He can't. He doesn't have an it factor as far as talking and stuff. It's just he doesn't have. Really? It. Haven't seen it. When did he show it? What that that promo thing? I'm in jail. I'm mad. I'm breaking out. Um, I'm getting out now. Right I now. guess. I. You know what? what? I, I like Me Buddy Murphy. Me and Alistair Murphy. Black, Malachi Black. I know you like Buddy Murphy. Why do you like Buddy did, Murphy? Did MJF go over... Did he go out of line? Was he out of line? Uh, did he go over the edge? Like, well, did he go on too much? I yeah. mean, you know, I find it funny that nowadays everybody's very sensitive about everything, but this didn't seem to be an issue. It's funny you said that. Dude, what you don't is, hear anybody complaining about that. What else is new? You know, this is the same as it ever was to me. So, Vince wouldn't have ever had him See, say I'm kinda, that. I'm Vince kinda, never would have had him say this. I'm kind of torn. That's fair. I really liked it. Yeah. It was very, very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, 
I don't know if I agreed with it. Right. I could have done without it, quite honestly. You know? I mean, only you, like, kind of, like, triggered me, started to think about, like, what was it like when I was a teenager on Long Island in high school? And I, and I thought about I it. The, and again, I was not a victim of, of what he's talking would about. Would the promo... Although someone did throw a brick through would, our house promo, window one time. Would the so promo been... It was, at least it was only one time. Would the promo been uh, yeah. as good yeah. as if he didn't throw the anti-Semitic stuff in there? Yeah, I think, I think he could have found a way. Sure, he's MJF. How about that? So do you think MJF yeah. takes the easy way out? By doing that? Yeah. Like a shortcut? Yeah, like you just, just easy, easy You pop. do realize you just described the attitude ever as Vince Russo approach. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I got it. Because got that's it. basically, that was something that you might have seen in the attitude era. That kind of uh, subject, uh, something along those lines. I find it hilarious. Nobody's like, you know, got a problem with it. You know? PJ says, PJ says, was Buddy Murphy really supposed to be the game changer Tony was talking about? <laughs> exactly. Well, you're running out of guys, man. I mean, let's think oh, about they, it. They, they, they're running out of guys. They'll find, I mean, they'll find another You're right. Cesaro will show up there. Right. And he'll get a pop. And Where are like, you? Oh, finally someone's treating Cesaro with respect. Where and are you be putting all these guys? Anybody seen Jack Swagger lately? I think he wrestled like a couple of weeks ago. Oh, nice. They, they, they gave him his once a month uh, TV appearance. This is, there's too many guys. It's ridiculous. What else you got? What I got is we're going to go to commercial break, and we'll be right back with Go Hard or Go Home. Hey, wait a minute. You forgot to mention that Batman does not have any compassion oh. for the Joker. Yo, you know what? That's you a good point. You forgot to mention that. You, I like my Batman-Joker talk. No, here. you're right. So let's talk about that real quick. Yeah. So well, the big thing with Phil, yeah. getting that, into it. It's CM Punk, but go ahead. I know you're talking about. The big thing with Phil calm. was I didn't understand that whole feeling bad for MJF. Because if they're going to do a setup where... He doesn't want to really beat up MJF anymore because now he feels right. bad that he let him down. Right. And then all of a sudden, MJF right. tricks him and pins him. Oh, right. that right. never happened. Right. And then he brings his whole football right. team in. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. The joke. I kind of like that. But that's what's going to happen. <laughs> but you know what's funny? But that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's happening. Yeah. They're but, setting but, that up. What, you know what that promo actually really did that's very confusing? Who's Good. the bad guy here? Who's the bad guy? He's supposed to be the bad guy. Patrick Rose says F Isn't Boston he? Wrestling. Thank you, Patrick. What was that? F Boston Wrestling, Patrick. Oh, okay, that works. By the way, I want to talk Wait about Boston minute. Wrestling after cost uh, after uh, the break. What? Yeah, I, I got a few things I want to. And Maria Davis says, uh, "I want to thank you, Maria." Say? Maria says, "Where, where, where am I?" Right here. I can't keep up with this. Scroll. Number one Thursday night wrestling broadcast. Thank you, Maria. Thank you so thank much. You, thank you. So anyway, go back to what you're saying. I I don't know. I all. It, who's the bad guy here after the... You have the bad guy going out there and saying all these things that make you feel sorry for him. That that was a very sympathetic promo. I found it hilarious that fans are bo- some fans are just booing the whole way through. That's right, J-Boy! Or whatever the hell they might have been. Boy. I'm trying to be respectful here, but I mean, <laughs> you got fans booing him while he's explaining the racial abuse. He got the, I love it. the racial abuse that he put up with in high school. Daniel Stokes says, I hate Hannibal. I hate Hannibal. Doom, doom, All right, we'll be right doom, back after this it's uh, commercial incredible. break. <laughs> See you in a sec. <laughs> M&J Video Games and Collectibles. Sport and non-sport cards, wrestling items, autographed items. We buy, sell, and trade. M&J Video Games and Collectibles, located at 1049 Queen Street, Southington, Connecticut. Call us at one 479 9223 or 860 93 games. MJ, 
video games, and collectibles. Hi, it's Josh from Under the Table Hot Sauce. I'm here with my friend, the star of the show, Jimmy Farrow. Yeah, what's up, JB? Nah, nothing. It's been a hot summer, and for all your barbecue needs, you can go to UndertheTableHotSauce.com. 13 unique flavors to choose from, created and bottled in a Long Island kitchen. UndertheTableHotSauce.com. Let's go chow, JB. Let's do it. All the flavor, twice the burn. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Montefiore, only seen here out of Indie Music TV. So we got a big bunch of upcoming shows coming up. But let's talk, let's, I, I want to ask you about Boston wrestling, okay? Why? So, I don't know why I'm bringing it. Well, I'm bringing it up because people say F Boston wrestling. So Okay. Go ahead. I'm going to play a little devil's advocate, right? So <laughs> the big fat whale, right? He's been doing this a pretty Every long time, right? I he's die. been doing it, what, 20 years, whatever? I don't know. Is that, Can is you that help what, me? Maybe. Is that how long he's been doing right, it? So, okay. You've been around this a bit. Yeah. And you've uh, you yeah. said in some cases it soured you a little bit. Sure. Right? Sour anybody. So you think, you do you think maybe uh, BFW is just so soured Every time something goes wrong, it's just it's right. He has a right to like say what he says. You know, he always seems to have a problem, right? It's always some yeah. sort of a problem, and yeah, it's like, yeah, okay. I I'm trying to think like, why does he feel it necessary? Like the, his newest targets, Jake the Snake. What did, what happened with him with Jake? Well, the Jake snake? Jake was supposed to come to his '80s wrestling event or whatever else, and oh, so Jake he, didn't show up. Him, I think we discussed. He it. stranded him like a beached whale. So he was on with Nord the Barbarian. I was watching it work the other day. I don't know what day it was. Right. I'm not watching, but listening All to right. it. All and right. you know, then Nord's like talking about Jake and Jake not honoring. You know, I guess Nord goes wherever the wind blows. Apparently, you so. Know what I mean, that's what it sounds like. Um, but who knows? But, Go ahead. I, I just, I'm not getting it. Hmm. Very interesting. Well, uh, I think uh, we will schedule way, way back, I think, to have Jake and, and something happened. Uh, I don't recall us going on the air and uh, killing Jake Snake Roberts. Right. Did we? No. Because shit happens in this business, you know. You got to, you know, being jaded is one thing. Being uh, overly, like, reactive at this point to... The shit that may or not may not happen behind the scenes with wrestlers and stuff, I, I think we're pretty conditioned at this point. I don't think it's necessary for us to have to do what the Boston Whale apparently needs to do. Well, here's, here's you know? like, like that's what he wants to do. That's fine. I, uh, yeah, it's amazing mm-hmm. the loyalty mm-hmm. that some people have, right? To, or maybe it's just they're used to things, right? Perhaps. Um, again, that's fine. Yeah, but like, I don't understand, like. It's so, like, we're just talking about MJF and CM Punk, right? It's so clear where they're going with this. And obviously, it's fake wrestling, and they could change it. But it's pretty clear how they're going to play this angle. Mm -hmm. I don't understand how the people who support Boston Wrestling do not call this guy on his bullshit. Like, he's doing an Indiegogo because he cannot afford to bring Marty Jannetty in. So he's asking the wonderful fans out there Mm -hmm. to pay the freight. On Marty Jannetty, so he could have them in studio, mm-hmm. and he could do signings and sell autographs. Right. He could get YouTube views. He mm-hmm. could get Patreon mm-hmm. views, but he doesn't have the money for that. He's asking the fans to pay for it, but he has no problem bringing in Demolition, uh, bringing in... Mm-hmm. Patrick Rose says, F Boys and Wrestling, I really mean it. L- listen. Y- you do, sir. Listen, the, he is... Listen, look, uh, every wrestling fan... 
has the right to decide what they find interesting to watch and what not to watch. For me, he is so cookie cutter. His manner of delivery is not organic in the least. There is nothing natural about him. He's not funny. He's not talented. He is a big, fat suck sponge. And when he doesn't get his way, if you've worked with him for years, he will throw you publicly under the bus. This guy, to me, is a steaming pile of microwavable shit. Are you happy? That's what I got to say about it. A few things Jay Will right. says Bob Orton Jr. would be nice to have on the show. We did have Bob Orton Jr. Yes, we you did. Look through the, he was uh, wonderful. Arc. We're gonna, Phil we're would gonna enjoy go him. He was very Switzerland. Yeah, he was Switzerland. I'm sorry, Phil. Uh, Love you. And you know I Steph do. Steph C. says, don't forget, he's doing it for a while, wearing huge crosses to let everyone know he's a good religious man who would never do anything to screw anyone. Oh, please. Mitch Product says Stop. he did a fundraiser for Kamala years ago, and Kamala never got a dime. Well... Look, again, I can't prove it. if this is the story. Well, well, that really sucked for Kamala now, didn't it? And Maria says that's why I said he makes asses out of pro wrestlers. Yeah. I, I try not look, to. Seems, we uh, enjoy loose. and poke fun at stuff, but we also poke fun at ourselves. We have a sense of humor, and we don't take this stuff like life or death. Okay? This guy is just a cardboard cookie cutout. He, he's so plastic. And then even when he's mad, I laugh. I'm like, Puh. Is this, is this, oh, he's mad. Where, where's the Scott Hall fingers? It's like, I don't know. There's nothing going on there for me. You know, I don't see original, brilliant programming. I don't see any kind of creativity. You know, P- I think his intro sucks. PJ's asking what Doink was supposed to be on again. Doink was supposed to be on. But we had a snowstorm in New York. Yeah, yeah. So, But he will come on yeah. uh, within yeah, the next couple of months. Lou says, oh seems God. like Dan's got more bland and maybe more cunning in the years. Uh, Maria said that's why he makes asses out of pro wrestlers yep. who have fallen on hard times. Yep. Stinger says, "Ouch." Yep. You know it's yeah, th- and you know what, dude? Nothing personal, Dan. But you know what? I remember what started all this for me. What started all of this for me was is, is that he, he's calling us motherfuckers and shit like that. And I'm like, "Yo, bro, you want to go with us? <laughs> Good luck." Good luck to you. And it didn't turn out well for him. I don't give a fuck what anybody wants I, to destroy. It turned out really bad for him. I wasn't even you know? going to bring Shut him up. Shut your fucking pie it, hole. I wasn't, I wasn't going to even bring him up, right? Well, but I gotta t- I gotta you got me you. going all over well, again. Well, speaking to Marty today kind of stirred up some stuff in me, right? Right, right. Because, you know, I thought to myself, like, why don't we do an Indiegogo to help maybe Marty with some medical expenses? Sure. You know why? If you if, know, if if really care, if, if that's what Marty wants, right? Yeah, because you ask Marty, obviously, which right. you would, and if Marty would want to do something like that, sure, absolutely. Mitch, how are you, brother? Mitch you Products, know. Mitch Seinfeld. Good to see you, brother. Thanks for coming. Thanks and I appreciate for coming you as always. calling me a Christian earlier, but I will never run around and stand on a mountaintop and pretend I'm this, that, and the other thing. So I really agree with what that person wrote in earlier with the, uh, you know, the flaunting, you know, do, doing the talking but not the walking. You know, all right, guys. So it's really hard to do the walking. You know, it's really hard. So we got this as the go home because next week is tons of interviews. So we want to go through each one to get you guys ready and get you prepared, and hopefully you all could join us. Mm. Uh, so on March third, we've got Ron Shaw, Big Ron Shaw, Big Ron Shaw, will be joining Long Island's number one pro wrestling. Pretty broadcast. damn psyched about so that. So can I share something about Ron Shaw with Uh-oh. you? Oh, go ahead. Um, go ahead. So. What was it? But the Buff Bagwell show. Mm-hmm. So, so everybody understands what happens. We had someone that was coming in mm-hmm. to uh, 
to Hannibal's, speak uh, about Hannibal. Past Hannibal associate. And, you know, the, the, the gentleman's wife went into labor, and, you know, yeah. he couldn't make it. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, pretty so, understandable, yeah. I would think so. Um, Maria says, if Marty needs help, I'm in. There you go. Let's see, Marty, uh, Maria, because Marty said, you know, he, I asked him if he needed anything and say anything, but I, uh, I promise when I talk to him again, I think it would be great if we all put something together for Marty, if he would like that. So yeah, sure. if that's something we could do for him, that would be fantastic. Um, so I called Buff. I said, hey, Buff, you know, got a lot of people going to be watching. Um, Patrick Rose says, Sean is gay, Marty okay. That's a good rhyme. Can you make a song? <laughs> Sean is gay, Marty okay? Sean is gay, Marty, Marty is okay. Is a so anyway, I called Buff. And I said, hey, can you bail us out? Come on in. He's like, yeah, no problem. Did a great interview. Yeah, love both. But before that, um, you've been a fan. If anyone knows who Ron Shore is, he yes. was a, uh enhancement talent, jobber, whatever you want to call him. Okay. For the old WWF. Correct. Very big guy. Late and 70s. Jimmy. Early Jimmy, 80s. Jimmy, who is, uh, was a fan. Hey, we grew up watching Ron Shaw. Yeah, nope, just, I mean, a fan like not of like I was of Greg Valentine, but hey, I appreciate Ron Shaw. I thought he was very, very good at what he did. So Jimmy, so Jimmy was like, "Hey, man, we should get Ron Shaw." And I'm like, of I don't, you know, I said to Jimmy, "I'm like, I don't know, man, because you know Why? Ron Shaw. I heard him on an interview somewhere rules. else, and then he was with I the kid. I have enjoyed and he was with the him. kid from England. Yeah, right. Okay. And we already had Sam Mar- David San Martino in, which was a great interview. Probably the only interview you could really catch. With Still David burns San in my claw, but okay, go not ahead. Not the reason I'm bringing it up. No. But, I know, I know, um, I know. I would love to have And been not that, that I didn't right. want to interview Ron Shaw, but I was right. like, you know what? Really, what are we, you know, again, what are we going to talk about unless we do the Monty and the Farrell thing and not talk about wrestling, mm-hmm. right? And talk about other stuff. We talk about everything. But yeah. I said, you know what? Yeah. F it. And some wrestling. We, we yeah. do a good job with the interviews. Let me, right. let me call this guy. So I call Ron Shaw. Mm-hmm. No answer. Buff okay. comes on. Okay. And then Ron Shaw calls me the following day. Okay. He's like, oh, yeah, he left me a message. I'm like, yeah, Ron, we were hoping to have you on the show. All right. Yada, yada, yada. Right. And he's like, well, I just did a really long interview with the He doesn't kids. do many. He I... says the kid's name. Right. And yeah. I'm like. The kid across the pond. I'm yeah. like, yeah, well, we don't do those type of interviews, Ron. Um, right. He's strictly wrestling usually. Well, he could be. Yeah. Right. So, usually. Yeah. So he goes, well, you. what are you thinking? And I kind of told him what I was thinking. And then he says, all right, I'll, I'll call you back. All right. So I don't hear from him. Okay. All right. So anyway, move on. How many days? Right? Was, okay. We're talking like a week. All right. I don't right. hear from him. So oh, I'm like, ah, I'm all right. chasing the guy down. You know me. I ain't chasing no, anybody. No, you're not. No, down, of course right? not. Nope. And I'm not going to trash nope. anybody. Whatever. Whatever. Fair. So he, all, all right. of a sudden, a phone rings, and I get a call, mm-hmm. and it's Ron Shaw. Okay. And he's like, oh, it's man. Big Ron Shaw. Big Ron Shaw. He's like, hey, man, I didn't realize it was you from Monty and the <laughs> Pharaoh. Wait a minute. What? Oh, I'd love to be on the show. And so I said, and this is a true story. Did realize so I, this is a true story. So I said, oh, so now you know who we are. Now you want to come on the show. Oh. <laughs> I said, that's interesting. If we were a startup okay. show, you couldn't be kind enough just to come on then. All right. But now it's Monty and the Pharaoh. Oh, yeah. Now you want to come on. Maybe he's shy. So I said, hey, Ron, I got to be here. honest with you. We, I told you we don't do a real, like, you know, yeah. What did you do in 1979? Tell us about, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, tell us blah, about blah. that drop kick. And we also don't do yeah, a lot yeah, of the yeah, dirt yeah. talk, like blah right. blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, Ron, it, right. we're probably going to ask you some tough questions, and you know, right? It it'll uh, 
it, there'll be some really tough. Might questions. get a little hot in the kitchen. Yeah, and right. you know, if anyone didn't know, Ron was pretty good friends with Bruno Sammartino, which okay. Bruno okay. is a legend. Right. Don't get me it's wrong. The right time period. He's a hero to many. Sure. Uh, but sure. we've sure. clearly stated, both of us have stated yeah. that we felt towards the later years, or the latter years, he got of Bruno very bitter. He got very bitter, and uh, I felt somewhat, that somewhat he went on the attack on. People that I didn't feel, or we True. didn't feel, right? Though. True, he was having target so, practice on and, uh, those and, who buttered his bread. And Ron yeah, was in, around for a lot of other stuff. And I said, Ron, I'm probably we're probably going to hit you with a lot of questions. And I don't know if you're going to feel comfortable. Right. And he was like, Well, <laughs> what? you know, <laughs> well, let me think about it. I said, No, Ron, you're not going to think about it. It's either you do it <laughs> you or you don't do it. Or you don't want to. So do he's it. like, Yeah, I'm going to do it. Cool. So cool. It's he's great we're having Ron, Ron on. I love Ron Shaw. But, you know, I I personally just oh, have boy. a little bit of an issue with the whole <laughs> not returning the phone call thing. I don't I don't uh, I don't like look, he, he did eventually return. Hey, I just want to know what he's not is he physically coming here? He's not physically oh, coming here. So this will be that. over Vmix oh, or God, over I the internet. I, but uh <laughs> but maybe eventually he'll be in studio. Oh, I'm very Look, excited. I, I'm a fan. Of I'm Ron excited Shaw. for the record. And I'm always respectful. But I, what I'm trying to he's tell got you some is. great stories. I like Ron I know Shaw. you're excited. I am excited. I honestly, like Ron Shaw. Honestly, I should have made the, the mandatory he wear the mask as the executioner during this I, well, interview. It would be cool if maybe he'll have it to the side. We could ask him to throw no, it. No, I want to do the whole interview with him. No, with the mask we got to see Big Ron Shaw a little bit. Have him throw the mask on for a couple of questions. No, the whole we'll thing. ask the executioner. And he can eat a sandwich while having the mask on. Can I get a, What is he? Can Morocco? I have some fun with this interview? That's just Morocco. No, I like I like mass wrestlers who eat sandwiches. Oh my god, that's a bad flashback from a really lousy hole in the. Oh Dude, there's nothing god. better than someone eating a sandwich in their wrestling mask. Yeah, that was someday, wasn't that? All right, and then we have March. So it starts off March third. Ron Shaw gets this thing kicking. Yeah. Then there's a break on Friday. Right, wow, get we this get a, week in wrestling, break. and then on March fifth, starting at three o'clock, becomes a marathon. The first show I think is at four. Um, we have WWE superstar Outback Jack Whoa. in studio. Hey, ho. Thoughts on Outback? Wait a minute, co-host of in the dungeon? No, heaven? dude, that's that's the that's next the line next on this. One. Oh, sorry, Outback <laughs> Jack Farrell. Focus. <laughs> I'm already on the next one. No. Thoughts on Outback Jack? Cool, man, but he took a lot of shit in the locker room. Boy, oh, boy, are you going to have some uh, questions for him? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Apparently, there were some real jerks uh, towards our guest that day. Not good. One thing I will say about Outback Jack, I didn't know What's he's that? blind. What? Yep. I did not know that. And All I right. think he uh, is an amputee also, uh, oh, which I didn't know, which is kind of crazy, right? Right, right. Right after that, oh, boy. we've got... Co-host of In the Dungeon on the MMP channel. There we go. Kevin Sullivan in there studio. We there we go. We Thoughts might, on we, having we might, Kevin? And this we, might be how many times have we had Kevin in studio? I don't know at this point. Well, we had him the one interview, right? And then you had him here with Andrew Anderson, the Metal right. Maniac interview, right? 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 right. right. Uh, the who? Metal Maniac. The who? Yeah. So. The who? So this will be third time with Sullivan. Yeah, probably. But, it, but Kevin Sullivan's forever the steakhouse, bro. That's how I remember Kevin Sullivan, the steakhouse, when we had those awesome steaks. And nice. That's, that's the memory I really got of Kevin Sullivan. And then after that, we've got Man Mountain Rock in studio. Nice, nice. Wow. That's Any memories picture. on Man Mountain that's Rock? That's a great picture there. That is a good picture. Wow. Me Th- like. Why does he Man look Mountain? like a freaking Bray Wyatt way before Bray Wyatt? Dude, that dude was a big guy, man. I mean, look at that, though. Seriously, that picture. And I heard that like guy Bray had Wyatt. a lot of heat in the back of the locker Did he really? All right. And then I know you're looking forward to this, brother. 
Dirty Dutch Mantel right after that. So he's a back-to-back-to-back-to-back interview. This is great. This is uh, Dutch Mantel I'm blown away by. The guy's a great, great See, talker. I'm so surprised that you're such a big Dutch Mantel guy, considering um, you never watched him really wrestle, right? I mean, I look, uh, look. over the years, you got the tape libraries, you got YouTube. The internet allows you to watch a lot of shit. I'm actually more excited about his experiences in the business. I like listening to him talk. Yeah. He's a very knowledgeable man. Very smart guy. Very knowledgeable. And, uh, and personally, I know I'm probably in the minority here, but I loved his work even as Zeb Coulter. This guy is very good at whatever he's asked to do. And you if know? that wasn't enough, dude, mm-hmm. then we had Buddy Lee Parker. Boy, oh boy, I can't wait to hear the stories about the WCW training camps. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. You know? That guy, has, way, that guy has so much he look influence. like a Bob Backlund or what there? Patrick Rose says F. That, John Cena and F. Boston Wrestling. F. John Cena. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no. Not Gene, John Cena Sr. Maybe John, maybe John Cena, but not Sr. You know? Uh, and then we have. Put a little spice. Then we that. have. Can you put up that Contistador? On that hot dog. The Contistador <laughs> banner? The what? Thank you. What date is that? March 24th, the Conquistadors. So we have some bad news. What? Um, on the 24th, the Conquistadors are going to be canceled oh. due to, unfortunately, oh. Jose Estrada, one half of the oh. Conquistadors, took a stroke. So he's in the Not hospital good, with a stroke. Man. So, I mean, obviously, life happens. Obvi- yeah. And uh, I just found out that news yeah. today. So please, prayers man. to... Oh. Um, Jose Estrada. And you know what? I am a mark because I am really upset uh, that we're not going to get Jose Estrada. Well, maybe he recovers, hopefully, Jose and then Estrada he'll be back in studio. such a major part of when we were kids as far as the working on the card. What a good wrestler. Damn it. All right. And then, and then, oh, you know, we'll probably add maybe a couple more in between that, but then it gets big again. And so on right. May 6th, we've got... Coco Beware Uh-oh. and Tommy Rich in studio. Um, so we'll be doing uh, some Tommy Rich and Coco Beware along with Steer Hall, doing a little singing. Oh, my God. Tommy's you know, going to get involved. We're going to get Tommy in involved in Tommy's, some singing. He's yeah. such a ham. He's Maria, oh, no, yes, uh, the Conquistadors. I, I know yeah, that's disappointing. That's very but, much disappointing. You know. But listen, though, you got to do me one favor, though. Don't you have Coco, like, smacking my head off the table again. No. You know, I mean, that whole Hall of Fame thing got me in trouble last time. So let's stay away from that, please. I have what, what skull it, to give for my uh, show. Everybody's talking out there about Dirty Dutch Mantel. Yeah. Um, Phil says, Godspeed, Jose Estrada, Estrada great talent. Uh, great All right, talent. and then probably the yes. big, the really big news, and really big news <laughs> for everybody yes. and myself. This. Drum roll, please. May 6th, we've got Jesse, the body, Ventura in studio uh, dude I, I, <laughs> I, I oh my god I, 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 I this dude this is it for you it is. I mean like we thought Backlund we were like Backlund yeah. Backlund but for those who don't know you and Jesse Ventura all the, your whole growing up I literally you practically the only thing missing was the boa feathers when you came to school yeah all right you're right you adore Jesse the body but you know what better not let you down <laughs> Because that could be a very long day. Oh, my God. I, wow. I, you're speechless. I'm speechless. Spe- come on, say something. Let not, only did I, not only did I respect him as a wrestler. Yeah, sure. I, I am pretty much, my political views are... He became are, governor. My political views with him are, couldn't be farther apart. Right. But I respect him right. so immensely. He's got um, the mind, Jesse Ventura. 
Stinger says, "Wow, that one is big." That dude, it's huge. Stinger, I mean, I, it's, I when this came across, I was yeah. like, you know, yeah. this yeah. guy's one of the most intelligent people, yes, in my is. opinion. Yes, he is. Um, yes, he is. He he he's an icon. I'll and let's you. not forget his acting. He's oh, in some of the greatest movies. Predator, the Running guy. Man, <laughs> Running Man. Okay, but Predator will always be to me. It's like that's just Jesse's and Predator, man. It's like that's one of the coolest movies ever fucking made. Get to the chopper. That's one of the greatest movies ever made. Predator. Jesse's the man. There is just ugh. why couldn't Adonis still be alive and had a double dip? Oh my god. Did you imagine? Oh my god. Did you imagine? Oh my lord. It's just Patrick Rose says I pay for one way ticket to China for Cena Jr. <laughs> just why? Put a little uh oh that's the wrong lots <laughs> of Anyway, <laughs> Uh, J.A. says, I can't wait <laughs> for Dwayne Bruce senior? to be on the show. He and J.Y.D. were tight in the gym around 1994. Who? Who? J.Y.D. Uh, I didn't catch the name. Buddy Lee Parker. Oh, Dwayne yes, Bruce. yes, yes. Um, Bruce was always pleasant to talk to. I guess it was because he was local. Oh. Davio says, Jesse Ventura, only man to take a top billing over on Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. P.J. I cannot. P.J. writes, I cannot wait for Jesse. Oh. I mean, I. Yeah. this is going to be off the hook. So anyway, yeah. we got... Guys, starting next week, Ron Shaw, going to be a great interview. I can't wait. Guy's a great guy. Yep. Except he doesn't return phone calls. Until he uh, figures out who you are. And then he figures out who I am. Then he calls. And then he calls. Was that a cat? What the hell did I just hear? <laughs> and did then you hear that? May 5th, that? guys, please, get home from work early. <laughs> get in front of your computer. Put yeah. it on your TV. What's Make a yourself TV? a nice dinner. I don't have a TV. Pour yourself some bottles or glasses of wine. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Okay? Yeah. And sit back for five incredible interviews. None will be the same. You know why none of them will be the same? Because in the first show, Mike Monty will start drinking. Right. In the second show, Mike Monty will be drinking. Yes. In the third show, Mike Monty will possibly be heading towards I've had too much right. drinking. Yes. By the fourth show, Farrell's back will be hurting from carrying Mike Monty because he was drinking. What about the, and fifth, the show? fifth show? Farrell's going to be so fucked up at that point that the fans are still going to think it was going well, kind of like AEW. That was great no matter what. Could it be? We rock. Before we go, could it be oh, like this? Buddy Lee, by the time Buddy Lee sits on the couch, yeah. we're just like, what? <laughs> So tell us about that R bar. <laughs> I know. You know what? Better yet, left. I'll put the speaker on and be like, Maria, take over the interview. <laughs> Maria, will take over. Maria, you take over. We'll put you on a TV. You ask Buddy Lee great. everything. We'll just sit back. And we can hook up to Phil. Phil could be like the neutral partner with, with Maria. Be great. He'll just ride the fence. <laughs> Poor Phil. All right, before we go, <laughs> Phil Ross. Why don't you answer one question? Yeah, what do you got? What do you Ron got? Shaw. Yeah. Will he finally open, openly admit that the. Shocker over David San Martino was a work between him and David. Because David on the show said to us it was a work, and he told Ron this was going to happen. Okay. Ron claims okay. that's not true. Will he tell the truth? It all depends on whether or not he's finally willing to tell the truth. So help him God. That's what it really depends on. Because uh, I think he does enjoy the fact that this is a constant, never-ending uh, subject. All right. Anyway, we got to go because I just found out something. What? Daniel Stroke says he thinks Hannibal's outside our door. Get us out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Well, you've been watching Monty and the Pharaoh and uh, exit stage right. Later. <laughs>